yo, yo. Check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. So as you may have noticed, we have been hyping new heritage on Good Hope FM and on Simon Says. And I've been having some incredible conversations with what I call uh, living legendary artists. And uh, on the other side, as you can see, a man who needs no introduction, a musician, performer, entrepreneur. Uh, I mean, I can keep going, but we only have a limited amount of time. So I'll just say welcome to Emo Adams. It's lekker to be here, man. How's it going? Fantastic. You know, for me, I'd, I, I want to go back because we want to talk about the heritage of not only where like where we come from but I think musically speaking I think your journey has been so interesting because you know as a very young man you were on stage performing and eventually you got into making music but let's talk about your your earlier years your teens what was going on in the music industry around you sure I mean I think I, I was brought up in a time where every song mattered like I'm not sure if you understand when I say like every song. Like if you don't hear Bobby Hendrix, mm. if you don't hear Judy Boucher, if Zayn Adams is not singing "Give a Little Love," if Valentine's Day you're not hearing um, Queen of Hearts, if on Father's Day if you're not hearing "I Love You, Daddy" from Ricardo Grunewald, then you haven't lived mm. because those were songs um, about strong messages and content, and I think that's maybe one of the reasons why we have such a strong emotional connection to songs still today because it immediately transports you back to that time when you were a teen of Yakasona Bobby Hendricks as at your power focus with Tien Ku sisters um, yeah. i think it's much more than just songs it's the memory that goes with the song that makes it yeah. special on the note of relevance and songs what do the following letters mean to you j a G. It's a crap. That is a crap. You are crapping. Where the jig? Okay, so that's Jag, um, the boy band uh, that we had that I started, um, and I think it was more than a boy band. It was a, it was a, a brotherhood. It was a family. It was one of those things where you go through trials and tribulations to get who you are, because mm. even then, I'd say don't just a fuss a fight, but then mm. you've four other guys reminding you mm. you're not there. Mm. You have something, but you're not there yet. Mm. At a, a concert you guys did at the coincidentally at the Good Hope Center. Yeah, and if I remember, there were thousands of people there. Twelve thousand, yeah, it was crazy. Um, as you saw, everyone was standing, and um, we broke doors down. <laughs> we had to pay thirty-five thousand rand to have it fixed. Um, but I think, once again, I think that was in the in the moment where you were finding your feet. People could see that, and they had appreciation for that. Um, they could see the hustle. They could see the drive. And if you fast forward from there, a lot of people didn't see. When we started, when we were singing in karaoke bars, just for food or just for bread, or mm. you know what I mean. Um, everyone sees success. I think maybe the lesson that we learn from all of this is everyone sees success. No one sees the trials and tribulations leading up to success. 
you're building a legacy and you have built a legacy and you continue to do so. I mean, I see constant new moves. I know you're in the coffee space now, which is speaking my language, bro. That, that's, that's, that's what I, I consume a lot of that. Um, what advice, let's say you, you, you know, we have a kid coming up now and well, let's say one of your sons. Yeah. You have a, you have a few of them. Let's, let, let's say one of them says, you know that I'm going to sing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make songs, I'm going to record, I'm going to be a star. Whoa. And he says, I need you to guide me. Yeah. How, do you, how do you, in such a new era that we find ourselves in, um, how much of the past do we you know, bring into it and how much of the future? Sure. That is such a loaded question because mm. you can go anywhere with it. Mm. That's a good question. Like there's quite a few things I would I would say. Um, if I start with my dad, my dad said, I don't care what you do as long as you do it well. So that's the first thing. The second thing is don't ever, ever, ever be afraid to make mistakes because people think they fail when you make a mistake. No, that's not failing. Failing is if you don't try at all. I get the feeling from the from the other side that You've always known that there's something different. You were, you were just wired differently. Uh, did you know that as a, as, a, as a younger boy also, when you looked around and you looked at your peers, and you, I mean, obviously you had Lukman as your, as your brother, but yeah. when you looked around, did you know you were, were wired differently? Yes. I, 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 and I don't want that to sound um, boast, boastful. Hmm. I want that to sound to affect that that has got to do with my upbringing. It's got to do with my heritage. The fact that you want more, they, and there must be more. And the analogy that I'm going to use is messed up in so many ways. But this is it. You know, when you want something in life and you fail, you have to adapt the attitude of a gangster based on the fact that as any four income bring very four and bring and very as any as our fans, as any fans in it, they adapt. The point is, there is a consistent determination yeah. that is just ongoing. So I always knew, even starting JAG, I took two years before I um, decided to who's the people I want for that group. The experience I want people to have is instead of going to a variety show, as always the yellow variety show. How do we achieve that? And that. with that, we had to pull in current and then as you could see from Kings of District 6 when Jag did that, Heritage, Ruasa, Kapsa Klopsa, Musicals, um, Afrikaans, Efakalikis, and all of that then combined made Jag. Well, when you put the suit on, just the, the way you carry yourself, your posture changes, <laughs> everything changes, you know. And in my case, when I look the suit, I look like a Like, I come across... <laughs> I come across more like complexion. Mm. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, I have a question for you. What makes Cape Town Cape Town? Um, everything. Everything. And I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about when you look back at the Malay slaves that came to Cape Point. Um, 1652, Jan van Riebeken and the Netherlands and that mixed breed. The people that was here already and that all of those people intertwining with each other, finding a new language, 
finding a new culture, adapting to a culture, adapting mm. to the surroundings. As amper susa mix masala, like you don't know why a Thai potpourri is liquor. It is just liquor. You can't put your finger on it, and I think everything contributes to it. It's rich in culture. It's rich in history. It's a it's a painful history, but it's a needed history. And I think Thai is it's the fura, and I'm so glad you mentioned it because before I used to maybe. To a very very large extent, be um, not too keen to say where I'm from, because there were certain negative connotations that go with it. Now, I'm the latter. Now I'm completely opposite. I, I want to speak about diversity. I, mm. I want to speak about the history. I want to speak about where we are and if we are moving forward, because I feel as conversations that that. Needs to be taken. I feel that us as a community, um, we are dysfunctional. Where you can see violence on TV, but you don't want to mm. see it in the street. You know, you've I, had a a, a a career filled with a lot of longevity and different movements. And I think just from the other side, I just want to say thank you uh, for everything you've done and that you continue to do uh, for all of us. You know, when we see you, we see ourselves, uh, especially on no. the artist side. So, thank you for that. Thank, no, thank you for for um, for the opportunity. I think it's um, conversations that's needed. But in closing, I want to say this. I want to thank my dad when it comes to heritage, because unknowingly, when he forced me to listen to Afrikaans songs. When he forced me to listen to Carpenters, Abba, Chicago, Earth, Wind and Fire, Sunday Bliss Bridges, Group Two, yesterday Steve Hofmeyer, the list goes on. Kaapse Klopse, Malay Kure, Cape Malay Maula Jamaz. He was really prepping me for what I was still going to become. Mm. He was still prepping me for a position. Like you understand it to mm. take over without knowing mm. why. So when people ask you who's the heroes, who's the people on the front line, who's the people that's instilled heritage, discipline, that ethos of always just staying true to yourself. We, I cannot take away. I've learned a lot from David Kramer. I've learned a lot from the late great Charlie Peterson. And I would also throw in Jody Abrams, Lukman Adams, Alistair Isabel. All these people taught me a lot. Noor Abrams taughting, teaching me harmonies. But hands down, my dad was the sole person who planted that seed, knowing ek plant fi or no, ma di boom as for later. It's all you need.